Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Happy New Year, Nick. One of the great advantages of... uh, that means a lot more this year than in most years. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be like, uh, hey, man, I'm really going to miss the memories of 2020. Yeah, and it, it's really, you know, looking back, it led, like maybe you had a couple of years that were sort of standouts as like maybe being tough years. I mean, I know I can remember like a year in high school where I may have uh, spent more time grounded than not grounded or, or this that, but you know, mostly years go up and down. But to have like a year that just stands out to be so bad, I, I mean, I can't really no. think of. <laughs> Especially one that has like the hype of a 2020. You know what I mean? Like just the 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 numerical hype of that year uh, when people were talking about, wow, what would the year 2020 be like? And be like, eh, not so freaking good, folks. <laughs> All of you folks no. back in 2000 sitting sipping that Y2K juice. <laughs> enjoy the next 20 years because you're, you're going to go through a dark spell for sure. Businesses yeah. destroyed, just hopes and dreams dashed, people out of People's work. People's life works put into something and it just completely gone. Gone. And uh, it's it's brutal, man. I tell you, really the worst part of it, um, at least for me, is just to see how little the government was able to like help people in in these crises and just like watching other people just like taking advantage like you know you hear about like shake shack taking money uh, just how stuff. worthless the whole yeah. the whole setup just, is is just like just disturbingly worthless like see, you know you pay all this money in taxes to see and you see all this federal government and it's like boy you, you think that they would and here you are what nine months later and they can't get people check and it's writing you a check for 600 bucks and, and you they're, lost and they're complaining about right yeah and, and they're complaining, complaining about, about it. it. And they're not going to give you more than that because screw you. No, you should no. be able to pay your seven right. months of rent because you're out of work and unemployment benefits don't even cover half of that. And you can't find the job and or your business was completely destroyed and you didn't qualify for these ridiculous loans uh, that have all this red tape to get through. It's like, yeah. yeah, but what was so stupid is was it like 2008 when they bailed the banks out where it's like. All those people that made all those mistakes that we had to bail the banks out, they all still were rich at the end of it. Like nobody, you know, nobody was poor after that. You no. know what I mean? Where, Here, where they've like, just set why, it up where the billionaires can go consolidate everything. Why didn't they put a hold on the banks collecting money for while the pandemic? Like, I, I don't. There's so many things that they could have done, and to watch them just do nothing is so disappointing. And that, that's probably what just disappointing, is. but I mean, I always certainly thought not they surprising. were scumbags. I mean, I knew they were scumbags, but I thought that at least they were there if we needed them. But to know that they're just scumbags and they're not even there when you need them. 
sort of hurts. <sighs> We're off to a good start in the quiz of <laughs> podcast. Bombs. For the folks that are totally excited yeah, about whatever. listening to trivia to distract them from the realities <laughs> of life. Uh, we've opened up with a doozy here in episode 192 of a Quiz of Trivia podcast. But well, all right, let's put the 2020 behind us. And, I'm going to turn it all it. around on you, Nick. I have one of the best sets of trivia right. questions I've had all year, and Great. I got something Indeed. spread out all over the place and and poignant, topical, fun, conversational stuff. All the stuff. So I'm going to talk about this one uh, first, and and this is good because again, you can't hear the intro songs and and such like that. So. Um, uh, who did Morgan Freeman play in the based on a true story movie? Lean on me. Who did Morgan Freeman play in the based on a true story movie called Lean on Me? That is correct. Hmm. Did you ever see Lean on Me? Yeah, you know, I remember the song being popular in our childhood. It is the only song that I could play like four notes on the piano because they're like right in a row, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know the answer to this question. So I'll have to take a guess at it. It's See, I know Lean On Me was a cover song. That, that 80s hit was not the original. Who... Well, I don't know the answer, so I'm just going to guess Bill Withers. No. So the movie Lean on Me had nothing to do with the writer or the song. It just was used throughout the movie, but it was about a principal in a New Jersey high school, uh, a principal named Joe Clark. And Joe Clark just passed away this week, which is why you're getting the question. But Free Mr. Clark was a very popular cry uh, during during the heyday of this movie. And uh, Joe Clark, if you know the story about it, I think it was Patterson High School, um, used to carry around a baseball bat and was just the most bad-ass principal of all time. And he basically, like, he would basically, like, attack the drug dealers that would try to come into the school. Yeah, now that you say it, I remember that movie. Great movie. I completely forgot that movie was called Lean On Me. I never would have had Joe Clark. But in more important news, I just looked up the song Lean On Me. Right. And take a guess, Bill Withers. That's who sings it. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. Absolutely. He wrote the original. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I should get credit for that one. It's getting it right. Joe Clark? Are you kidding well, me? Well, I think people remember that from the movie Lean on Me, that Joe but Clark. Plus, it was just in the Joe news that he died, dude. Clark? Yeah, Joe Clark. Free Mr. Clark. Lean on Me know. was a big movie. I'm putting that in the W column. Sorry. You're going, you're taking Bill Withers. The fact that <laughs> your that question again. was, could you identify who wrote the song Lean On yes. Me? <laughs> that's the a legitimate question. Dude, that's a good question. Can I ask me the name of the Patterson High School principal, principal from the early 80s? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. I think people will get it. I think you're going to be very surprised. Oh, I think if I asked 100 people, not one uh, people, not one single person would know the it name of the Patterson High School. It was all over the news. It was all over the news. He just died. That's why I, okay. I can ask it now because I'm not going to kill him. He's already dead. He must have made it to a ripe old age because if Morgan Freeman was playing him in the 80s, oh, yeah. that guy's got to be 110. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, boy. All right. Uh, what do we got here? Um, 
general knowledge. Uh, let's go with this one. What is the most common denomination of U.S. dollars? So are there more like ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds? What is the denomination of money that is most in print worldwide? There's more of this dollar bill. I'm between one of two. It's either the okay. dollar or the twenty dollar. I say the dollar. Well, your thinking was much like mine, uh, but we would have both been wrong. Yeah. Believe it or not, there is more one hundred dollar bills in circulation, and believe it or not, more of them are located outside of the U.S. than I, inside. The no, US. I never would have. That never would have thought of it. Yeah, it's like people keep it as uh, for banking. Sure. You know, that's wow. what most people would like invest in. Like, they'll invest in American currency. Wow. And keep $100 bills. Hmm. Yeah. But that is according to the Federal Reserve. So, um, all right. Yeah. I got a uh, question for you. Um, general knowledge. One of only nine songs, Nick, and this could be a top 10 down the road, but it's kind of hard. You might have to do like five at an at a nine or something like that for 20 points each. One of only okay. nine songs that hit number one recorded by two different artists. Club Nouveau had a number one hit with what song? Lean on me. Yeah, my <laughs> man's on to me. <laughs> you even said it. You even said it. You're like, oh, yeah, this was a hit. That was the yeah, intro. And I couldn't think of the band that did it, honestly. If, if you asked me the Ouch. band that did it. But I, I, I was thinking, I can't believe it was Bill Withers because I was very not confident that no. was the answer. No, but, not uh, at all. He did the 70s version of it, but Lean On Me was a hit in 1987 because of uh, the movie by the band Club Nouveau. And it did this, it had this like poppy, like. Oh, that song was in the movie Lean On Me? Yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So they were the same time. Correct. Okay. All right. Correct. Nice. Yeah, see how I tied that all together for 2020? I don't all know. All right. What? Uh, had nothing to what? do with the change of the new year, but I figured it'd bring it back to a better time. What Dr. Seuss character was featured on the writer's license plate? What Dr. Seuss character? I think Seuss it was character? the cat in the hat. I feel like I've seen it. Not right. What? Not right. If you think about the time of year. The Grinch. Grinch. That was the guy. That was Theodore Geisel's license plate was Grinch. Oh. (laughs) You're a mean one. Pretty awesome. There was a a circulating video, which I know you don't follow on the internet, where the caption was, I think my husband went too far. And he came in dressed like the Grinch and started screaming at all these, like, three-year-old kids that were all in Christmas and ripped down the tree and piled all the presents in a bag and ran away and just like yelled in their face and they're just weeping crying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen but it was so mean oh, why is that was so he, funny it was a stunt I assume yeah like, he was doing it set, to... yeah it was a setup you know he was, was doing it to mess with the, think, like, the his family's thing. kids all the all the you know, family members were around watching and filming, and he comes in like the Grinch in Santa Claus costumes, yelling in their faces, screaming, and takes all the presents, rips down the tree, and storms out. And these like three and four year old little kids are just wailing and crying. They're like, ah! it's the best. 
It's like, thanks. You've just had a horrifying experience for you. And he was dressed like the great. Like, that's a tough suit to get a lot of use out of. Oh, man, this guy had it pulled off. He looked like, I mean, he looked like I'm, the Grinch. I'm a huge fan of the Grinch, but, uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough suit to get a lot of use out of. Absolutely. Kids, I assume, will be t- Like, my daughter is nine, right? Right. If I showed up in a Grinch outfit, she would be screaming and crying. Like, I wouldn't even have to do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, these kids like- were, like, three, <laughs> and they <laughs> were screaming. They didn't have enough like, mental capacity to comprehend what to they were the watching, Grinch. right? They can't yeah, handle yeah, the like Grinch it. at all, let alone someone just <laughs> screaming in their face and ripping down the tree in front of them. It was a very... It was a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I don't know what else to say. Uh-huh. All right. What do you got? Let's move on to sports, unless you got another general knowledge. No, we can go sports. Yeah, let's do sports. All right. It's my question because you just asked me Grinch. Uh, hey, Nick, what is uh, Dabo Sweeney's real first name? Oh, man. I have looked this up before. There is no way that I have not looked this up before. Like Dabo, what's that all about? <laughs> I mean, there's no way I haven't looked this up before. Well, you know, Jim Rome early on to this was not half of that. It was Dabo? Dabo. Dabo's real name. Oh my gosh, I couldn't picture like looking at re- reading about him. Think he could translate to the NFL? I heard yeah. Urban Meyer's in the... Oh, the Jets got to go after Urban Meyer. Are you kidding me? Oh, he's the most, be... like, awful human being alive, dude. I don't want any part of him. Oh, really? Oh, he Urban... is a terrible human being. The stuff he got fired for is just beyond comprehension. I can't even... Oh, I, I, I wasn't aware. Yeah, no, he had a... He had a ESPN hire him? I mean, yeah, he, he had, had an just... assistant coach who was beating his wife up, and he knew about it, and the wife came to him, and he didn't do anything. Is is he's a horrible human being. I have I want no nothing to do with him. Okay, all right. I can coach a quarterback. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hey, listen, he might have looked the other way on a wife beater, but the guy can coach a quarterback. It's all you seen I'm saying. Sam Darnold last season. You see <laughs> Sam Darnold? Yeah, he had a stat line. Sam Darnold. Listen to this, Nick. This is this is almost un- impossible to do. You ready? Thirty-two completions, ninety-three yards. Wait, what? Yes. What? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's impossible. He did it. 2.8. 32 completions and didn't throw for 100 yards? Yeah. I think it was 2.8. 2.8 yards per completion. Like, uh, Guru had it. It was it, it was like the last time he played New England last year or something like that. Or, or It was a game they lost like 40 to nothing. I can't even comprehend that. As being possible. It's the worst stat line he said in NFL history. <laughs> he, mean, goes, how do you, he goes, how do you capture, how do you bring back a guy who had the he, worst he stat line in NFL history? How do you not use the second pick on a quarterback and, and make an attempt to, you know, even if you keep Darnold, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you keep, there's nothing, there's nothing that says they have to trade Darnold if they draft the young quarterback. You could draft the kid number two overall. Still gets no, a really you good. Have, you still have Darnold under contract for I mean, two more seasons. Much, yeah. And if he if he ends up being great, then great. Trade the kid. I mean, look at the Jalen Hurts situation. Sure, I mean, you don't know. 
You don't know. Guy nothing you you have an asset. For four or five seasons. And you certainly don't want somebody else to take care of that. And you also don't know that he's not going to be a much better player under a real coach. So. Well, I racked my brain and I can't come up with anything. So for lack of a better answer, I'm going to say that Dabo's first name is Dabo. Dabo's first name is William. Oh, no, nah, I did not, did not have it. Bill Sweeney doesn't sound as... Still sounds like a football coach, though. Yeah, Dabo is... I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know. When I think of Dabo Sweeney as a name, I actually think of Ted Lasso's character. I feel like it should be Jason Sudeikis. Like, that's the football coach. Like, his name should be Dabo. It should be Dabo Lasso. Ah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. People just call me Dabo. Why? I don't know. Well, isn't there? Well, who was that guy who was running for president from Texas? Had Ross that Perot? No, no. This he just ran like in the last primary. Be, be, oh man, what was his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, the dude, the mayor of like El Paso or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that was some bad name that he had. <laughs> it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be fancy, that. but it just doesn't doesn't work and he was like let's see let's see uh El Paso his name? uh Beatty or Work Beatty or Rourke Beto O'Rourke Beto yeah, but that's not really his name either, probably. Yeah, his name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. Right, so instead of Rob... He went with Beto. Beto. Oof. Like Roberto. Right, that's it, it, exactly right. So it's the Spanish... But he's the whitest-looking guy. O'Rourke. He's Irish. On the planet. <laughs> On the planet. So it's like, where did you get? That's always my go-to joke is like when I hear a name that is clearly like very, very ethnic, I go, oh, so he's from the Irish clan. Right. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. But but William O. Sweeney, William Sweeney is not as cool as Dabo. Because he Dabos. What do you got? Uh, True or false, LeBron James and Tiger Woods have the same birthday. That true or false? True. True. Yesterday, both of them celebrating their birthday. Oh, that's great because it's a perfect, ah. perfect thing for me to mention because I don't think it was yesterday. It might have been the day before yesterday. But there is a Twitter account, and all it does is it says today is not Ted Danson's birthday until it's Ted Danson's birthday, <laughs> and then it says today what is Ted Danson's birthday. What and it tweets insane? every single day. Two days ago was Ted Danson's birthday, so it got like twenty eight thousand likes. It was actually his birthday. Yes, it was actually his birthday. It, it, this thing has been running for years, and every day it, it tweets: "Today is not Ted Danson's birthday," except two days ago because it was Ted Danson's birthday. Now, is Ted Danson the only one that has that kind of birthday coverage? On <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's just like... for some reason he's the one that deserves it the most. So I was very happy to see that. There's few people that are as awesome as that guy is. He could do, like, 
he can play the same role in everything, but still do something different with it. You know what I mean? He's I like, saw he's in a new show. Yeah, he plays this? the mayor of L.A. This like billionaire who turn who runs for politics, but he's like a he's he's like a total just like clueless. You know what I mean? He's been sheltered his whole life, and he has no. And he only did it to get his daughter's love, and his daughter hates his guts, and she's a spoiled L.A. brat. Uh, oh, so you're very familiar with the show. I've already seen one ad for it, and that was everything that they gave me in one minute. And I was like, oh, Mr. Mayor, it's brilliant. Like, whoever pitched that to him was like, yeah, it's going to be a hit. I watch that every week. I love that guy. I can't get enough of him. He's been good in every single thing I've ever seen him in. What has he been banned in? He was great in Becker. Becker's not even my kind of show, and I still like him no. in that. Well, that's the thing. Like, he does... You know, he doesn't do my kind of shows anymore. I mean, Cheers being maybe my favorite show of oh, all the time. Good, the Good Place is Definitely fantastic. Top three. The Good Place was hilarious. That was a genius yeah. show. And uh, the the show he did on HBO with uh, Schwartzman. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, he's awesome. Was- and and what he does with Larry on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Can't get enough. Yes. Can't get enough of Ted Dancing. Can't be Ted Dancing all day long. All day long. And he's in one of the longest marriages in Hollywood. You know Did he I mean? split up with his wife? Though? No, that was just for curb your enthusiasm. Oh, that was on the show. Yes. That's what, I'm like, yes. oh, just shit. Yes. I saw Mary no, stick for the show. I was like, ah, oh, it's a shame they split up. I, uh, you know, no, not at all. <laughs> stick for the show. They're stronger than yeah. ever. Oh, so he could date uh, Larry's ex-wife. Yeah, it's just funny. Good. You know, and she could date the guy that looks like Larry, but says that Larry's not his type. It's like, well, then I should be dating married Steam Virgin. <laughs> You're not his type. She sees a dating guy, looks exactly like him. <laughs> That's the greatest. It's so funny. Oh, okay. Um, so you gave me your. Did you give me yours? Or yeah, it... you got it instantly. True or false? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I Two just of the all-time greats. Yeah, I had no idea, but that is that is Same interesting. Birthday. So they're one day away from Ted Danson. So three of the all-time greats. Um, <laughs> Nick, name either of the two players that have that are not running backs, okay? That have scored five touchdowns in a single NFL game. Wow! So you know, obviously, what just happened, right? Yeah, Kamara scored six, and he tied somebody from like nineteen twenty nine when they didn't even football. throw the football. <laughs> it's like, come on, it's not fair. Yeah, I don't like Al it, Bundy it, didn't real. have like six. with baseball. We go back to nineteen hundred. With football, we should not go back past the Super Bowls, right? I mean, it's kind of anything that's done in the Super Ridiculous. Bowl era should just be considered. It's not the same sport. They're, Ridiculous. They're not playing the same, they're not not playing playing the same, the same sport. sport. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. There's two guys that have scored five touchdowns in a game that are non-running backs. Correct. I have to assume. And it's and I, I would not do some 1923, you know, I know Crazy you legs, know you McGee. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to you, no. So I gotta assume that they're both wide receivers. No, believe it or not. Uh, wow, they're not both wide receivers. One is, is one at least a wide receiver. Yes, Jerry Rice. Yes, five touchdowns. <laughs> the legendary Jerry Rice. Uh, so he's my first pick, without a doubt. Well, you got your I 10 points because it's a 20-pointer. You don't need both. Bonus. So the idea... Uh, all right, so I'm going to go with a quarterback. Nope. So a tight end? Yes. All right. A five-touchdown game out of a tight end. And obviously I'm not getting the points for this because I've been wrong twice already. With now, the only position. clue I can give but, you 
is this offense is world famous because it was the first of its kind that acted like this, and he was a part of that offense. Uh, boy. So, like, Mark Bavaro? That would be a good guess. That would be a good guess. But, no, I mean, Bavaro ran, uh, I guess, Parcells ran a version of the uh, the, the New England offense. Um but but no, this this was a uh, this was yeah. You're getting a little bit more Don, into the X's and O's of stuff that yeah, I don't yeah, pay this, attention this, this to. This was so. the Don Coriel offense, the Air Coriel offense of the early '80s. If that gives you so, any. is that Kellen uh, Winslow? Yes, Kellen All Winslow right. Senior. Absolutely. How about it? Absolutely. So yeah, I definitely San needed Diego to be. I, I mean, I never would have gotten that, but it's a great double uh, question in case somebody who had, had seen that, but. Yeah, that's hard to believe that in that era there was a five-touchdown game out of a tight end. Well, as soon as Air Coriel came, you know, spread four and a tight end that can catch like he can. What do you, you know what I mean? Right. Very, very different thing that they ever had to deal with before. Awesome. Uh, all right, I got one. Now, there's a clue in the question that makes this question not as difficult uh, for people, but I'm not going to give you the clue. Uh, what company designed the New York Yankees logo? What company designed the New York Yankees logo? Oh, a little what? history on that uh, NY. I have heard this before, and I it it is it is out of my memory. But for some reason, was it a newspaper? It was not. Like NBC or something. Hmm. It was um, designed actually as a medal of honor. It was given to a police officer, and the New York Highlanders, before they became the Yankees, stole the image. But it was designed to be a medal of it was a medal of honor given to a New York City police officer. Tiffany's. Tiffany's, you got it. It's the oldest company I could come up with that could come up that does medals or awards. Yeah, or... like in the 1800s. Yeah, it was designed in the 1800s. Um, I dare you and... to name another company that did anything back then. Like, Bernie Robbins wasn't around. Well, I was just going to make it an easy question and throw, like, what jewelry company? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's you great. Know, just... That's that's great. No, I, yeah, I, I, I vaguely knew that. Now, now that you're saying it, it's that fact uh, strikes me as more more memorable, but didn't didn't quite get it. Um, I'm surprised Tiffany's doesn't sort of brag on that at all. Like, I've been to Tiffany's before, but I've never seen anything that, you know. Yeah, have like a New York Yankee blue Yeah, like the Tiffany's in New York, you think right. that they would sort of have the symbol displayed or something, but they don't seem to brag about that. That's good trivia. Um, all right, let's geography history. You ready? Sounds good. All right. Nick, which U.S. president is responsible for making the drinking age 21 across these United States? Is that Ronald Reagan? It is Ronald Reagan. Are you aware of yeah. the story? You remember the story as we all toast New Year's tonight? No, I don't remember the story, but I, I kind of remember it being where, you know, I, I, I remember my mom was able to drink. My mom and dad, like, they, their drinking age was 18. Right. So but here's then, the like, kind of by the time I remember, it was 21. So the first time they ever had laws on it started to be in the 60s, Okay. And you got all the hippies running around, right? What do you mean laws? You mean there was no drinking age before no, the sixties? No, no. 
in the fifties and forties and thirties and twenties, they didn't, they never even thought about it. Are you that was never even a concept. I didn't, I, didn't real, I didn't realize that. No. Oh. So in the sixties was the first time that almost every state, if you go look at their local drinking age laws, were twenty one. Okay, they started passing it everywhere. Then in the seventies, that completely shifted and changed. Why? Because Nixon, I think it was the twenty ninth. I hope it's 29th or 23rd, which uh, amendment, which is a different question altogether, changed the voting age to 18. Let's see. I want to get this right. Uh, amendment. So that was the 26th. So I was wrong with both of them, but it sort of, sort of was in between there. 1971, President uh, Richard Nixon certified the 26th Amendment of the Constitution, which granted 18-year-olds the right to vote. Made about 12 million people eligible to vote. Now, what did it also do? It made those 12 million people eligible for being drafted to the Vietnam War. So that's right, folks. You get the right to vote, but you're headed to war for Good old Dick Nixon. And uh, thus, the drinking age, because of the hypocrisy in many states as to our kid is going to be sent to war but not allowed to die, or but not allowed to drink but is allowed to die, uh, in many states was changed to 18. Not to mention the fact that the alcohol sales were very, 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 very strong for 18 and 19-year-olds. Uh, and some states had it as, uh, uh, as late as 20. And then a handful stayed with the 21 especially conservative states um, uh, and, and some Midwestern states uh, particularly. Okay, so it stayed that way for, you know, for the better part of a decade. Now, when Reagan came in, there was a lot more uh, increase in drunk driving and incidents, and there was all this research that pointed to the fact that a lot of that was uh, done at a, a young age, and um, a lot of the problem was that teenagers were in border states with a drinking age that was higher or lower would go to neighboring states Get booze, party, get drunk, and then drive home. <laughs> well, guess what happens when you do that? You know, even more issues and fatalities. Yeah, because I mean, I honestly think it's one of the most bizarre things. It, 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 the fact that you can go to war for your country, you could vote, you're an adult, but you can't buy a uh, drink. It, yeah. It's kind so, of insane. It, it is. It is. So, and, 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 you know, instead of dealing with it through education and rational way like Europeans do and just, you know, phasing it in, we have such an aggressive society and so many different fronts that way, they just ban it. Okay, so now Reagan comes in and says, look, we can't enact a law because I'm a Republican and I believe in state laws, but in this case, I'm going to put pressure. Now, how am I going to put pressure? Very simple. I'm going to put a law that says I will withhold 5% of highway funding tax for your state if you do not have a 21 drinking age. 49 states signed up the next month because that 5% was a lot of money and they can't afford to pay for it, right? It certainly, right. they did the calculations. It was a lot more money than they were making for the tax on uh, drunk 18-year-olds. Except one state, Nick. One state said, you know what? We did the economics on this and our drunk 18-year-old population... They ain't gonna like this, and they account for quite a bit. So we're not out. Uh, we're out, and we don't really care if our highways go to crap anyway, because we don't maintain them anyway. We steal that money as it is. So guess what state said? Uh -uh. Well, it's funny because you know, obviously, I have a one in fifty chance, right, or a sure. two percent chance. But I would, I'd be willing to bet even money. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think we've lived this. <laughs> Uh, 
I'm going to say Louisiana. It is Louisiana. <laughs> That's yeah. it. No thanks. We're good. That highway dollar ain't as important as our 18-year-olds drinking here, folks. How am I going to get my 18-year-old bride to get back into bed with me if she she can't have alcohol legally? What well, are you talking about? The way it was always about? described to me, and, and you know, obviously I didn't have my first drink at 21, uh, so they say, you know, if you make it 21, then the 18-year-olds are drinking. If you make it 18, then the 15-year-olds are drinking. Yeah. Sure. And I definitely heard stories of when the drinking age was 18, you know, people I knew at the time are 15 and 16. and they're Can't tell the drink. difference between a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old or even sometimes a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old in many cases. You can always tell the difference between a 16-year-old and a 21-year-old. Right. So, it's, and I, I just, here's the thing. I don't think it's the right age. I think 19's the right age. I think 19's the right age. I think you get out of your house, you get a year on your feet where you're in that border zone, and then everybody turns 19 at a different point in their development. Yeah, I and mean, I Canada just, I, stayed with that like, forever. Like, really what they should do is they should make the drinking age 18 and increase the um, driving age to 25. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That would save a lot of problems. Right. Well, with self-driving cars, a lot of this will be moot. A lot of it will be I moot. I often say I wish I didn't get a driver's license until I was 30. Sure. How much trouble it would have saved me? This is true. No, no, much. No, it, makes, it makes sense. So, yeah. Ronald Reagan, uh, pioneer. By the way, Michael Jackson uh, was the inspiration for that because Michael Jackson went and met Reagan in this famous uh, photo where Jackson's dressed up almost like Napoleon. He's wearing this weird thing that's got like fraily have you ever seen that he's wearing this like <laughs> did almost... you just ask me if i ever saw michael jackson in a weird outfit yeah i did yeah. but the one yeah, with ronald reagan where he's I've wearing never seen him dressed normal yeah but, uh, but the one where he's wearing like an outfit with reagan taking a picture and like reagan's wearing just like the most normal suit ever but jackson's got this like military looking leggy if you had said hey this is the military ruler of ethiopia he'd be like okay yes that makes total sense <laughs> you that's what he was dressed like yes it's just like <laughs> Just like the general of, of an the, Ethiopian yeah, army. That's exactly correct. <laughs> that's exactly correct. Well, that's like Gaddafi used to dress like a general. Like he, you know, he was general. But he was Gaddafi, accepting right? an award uh, because he let his songs be used in Mothers Against Drunk Driving videos uh, in the eighties. So Michael Jackson was a was a leading advocate for uh, for drunk driving reform, and that's who yeah, pushed. He, lo- all he loved of that. the kids. He loved the kids. Well, you would think he would go the other way with that, right? <laughs> Like, he wants a young drinking age for reasons stated. All right, let's not get down that rabbit hole. No. Um, uh, what do you got for me? I have another one, a very good one for you. All right, true or false, the first Times Square New Year's Eve ball was designed by Tiffany's. Is that true or false? The first new uh, Times Square New Year's Eve ball false. was designed by You're right, all over it. You're trying to get me. Trying to get you. Sniffing that. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It was actually made out of iron and wood. Yeah, there uh, you back go. In that, sounds, that sounds more. <laughs> uh, sir, <laughs> we can't have any. <laughs> the Great Wall is about to begin. We have iron and wood for this bowl. <laughs> I have crystal. Yeah, that's. But you know what, man? That is exactly how you do it. That's exactly mm-hmm. how you do it. You gotta. You could, you could go both ways, is but that, that, is, that is one of those. Uh, Easy, easy setups there, and I like it. Um, 
All right, I learned this today for the first time, so I don't expect you to know it, and it surprised me, but it's a great question, and I'm surprised nobody's ever brought it up before. New Zealand, Nick, takes its name from a province of what European country? Hmm. You've always heard of New Zealand. Did you ever wonder, well, where the hell is Zealand? Zealand? (laughs) Right? I can honestly say, true. I never thought it never occurred (laughs) to me. It never occurred to you. We've heard of New York. We've heard of New Jersey. So I'm showing my daughter a map. I'm like, hey, this is the original Jersey. This is the original York. And she's like, what about New Zealand? And I was like, that's brilliant, Ava. I have no idea. Zealand, huh? Zealand. It's a county in a European country. And this is why you tune in to the Quizzo Trivia podcast, folks, because you will have something to talk to New Zealanders about now that doesn't involve Kiwis or Lord of the Rings or Lord. Hmm. And do you know anything else about Zealand? Anything? So can you repeat the question one more time? Or the time? All Blacks. Okay. New Zealand takes its name from a province of what European country? And I did mention it's the province of Zealand. All right. So what European co- – so I'm looking for a European country. That has a province in it named in Zealand. Zealand. Okay. Well, Which is clearly I, not doing very British, good at marketing. The, the British were all over Australia. They used that for a penal colony. So, <laughs> I mean, They, they just, were all over it all right. It made it. What are you going to do? Yeah, we're shipping our worst human beings that have ever stepped foot in our society as far away as we can go. Where? Oh, we found this place, man. Filled with snakes and spiders. You wouldn't. You're not even going to last a month. <laughs> what? It, it's weird in itself because if you think of all giant birds and they have these sk- like they have these rabbits that are ten times the size of humans that punch you if you get close to them. You got to be kidding me! No, no, no! I swear to God, they hop around and everything They're like giant human rabbits that punch you. You are so full of crap. No, no, no. Tell well, me. that's it. Like, when you think of Australia, you think of the scariest animals on the planet. When I think of New Zealand, I think of lambs and kiwi fruit. Yeah, it's like the Scotland of. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, They're like kind of near each other, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, I do think of earthquakes, though. I know that they're very prone to earthquakes because they're all. When I think of what New Zealanders look like, though, they they. I feel like blonde hair, blue eye, almost like Scandinavian in look. And a guy could be dead wrong, you know. I just I, I knew one girl that had a typical I knew, New I knew Zealander. one girl that had uh you know New Zealand uh in her uh you know I meant just one girl New Zealand that she was New blonde Zealand and blue That's what I yeah, that that's what I picture. Uh so Zealand does not sound British to me. But how do I get all? I need. We need to. All right. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Sweden. Next guessing and next guessing wrong. But you know what? He was right because it ain't English. New okay. Zealand is a province originally settled by a different imperial power, the Netherlands, and the province of all Zealand right. is in the Netherlands. All right. Now I. I you know, it could have been, could have been. Oh yeah, you were all over it. 
I, all over it. Kind of in the your, right your, direction. Your your head was exactly in the right spot. That's what I'm saying. You got the wrong answer, but you were in the right spot. The bigger thing was identifying that it's not the UK, right? You know, right? Which we, th- we just didn't sound. It didn't sound very. Yeah, say. it's a hard question. Don't get me wrong, but like that's why we make it a podcast question because you're supposed yeah, to tune into one. this. That's the point, folks. And interesting because. Yes. Again, Who would have thought of that? Nobody's ever mentioned Zealand. No, have you? I've been to the Netherlands. Nobody was like, "Hey, you got to go check out Zealand." You know that whole country down there. It's named for it. Really? What's going on in Zealand? Nothing. They have nothing. They have flower fields in Zealand. That's it. Oh, okay. That's where we get our tulips from. We get our tulips from Zealand. Those famous Zealand tulips. All right. Uh, are we ready for entertainment? All right. Let's entertain them. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, what uh, what actress has been nominated for an Emmy Award in six different decades? Woo! What actress has been nominated for an Emmy Award? How long has in Susan six... Lucci been doing that crap? I'm going with her. <laughs> Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. That is, uh, that is incorrect. Aww. She's not been doing... Like, let, let, let's She's just, been doing this forever. It's like longer than I've been alive for sure. All right, so if you went 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s... She's 74. When did she start this? 2012. I thought she started in the 60s. Oh, but the show... Yeah, she... Oh, all my children started in 1970. Darn it. So 70s, 80s, 90s, 10s. Yeah, so I missed it by by 10 years. All right, well, hey, listen, better better guess, I guess, than I thought it was when you first said it, so. Well, she's been doing all my children for, you know, I guess she retired in 2011, though. But that would have still put her into that decade if she got nominated. I don't even know if she got nominated. Who knows? They, they stopped doing it at a certain point. Um, all right. So, God. Who played like Angela Lansbury? I, I, I can't think of anything that's been on that long. Six decades. It seems well, it doesn't have to be for the same show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, got, okay. it's just an actress that's been nominated for an Emmy in six different decades. Around that long doing television. You know what I mean? Like, what was television 60 years ago? <laughs> there you go. That, that, it's What was television 70, uh, 69 years ago? <laughs> that's, yeah, like, that's I, can't, to, I can't think of somebody, of like a human being that was around then that's like, 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 Annette, this person like a net Funicello, <laughs> like, what Sally Field? This this person was nominated at the third Emmy Awards, the third oh, Emmy oh Awards. My, oh, <laughs> like, oh my god! I saw this. I was like, they had the Emmys in 1951. The third Emmys. For fruit's sake, who like who could I even like Lucille Ball? No, no, it's not Lucille Ball. She didn't have that staying six-decade staying power. I don't know, man. I don't have anything. Betty White. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
She was no, nominated Nick, for I best. No, Nick, I have told you this so many gosh Actress. darn times. Don't ever talk about her. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I want to delete it and get that question out of here. We do not <laughs> speak of her. So, sorry. I, di- I didn't know. I didn't know. Ugh. Pray, folks. Just everybody, pray. <laughs> it's 2020. It's, the la- it's literally the last day of that, but it's just enough of this. All right? Like, I'm tired of that following the show around and, and whatnot. Um, all right. I'm going to get on to something completely different here. So, Nick, what actor has led all three branches of the U.S. government on screen? I'm sorry. I need it again. What actor has led all three branches of the United States government on screen? What actor has led all three branches of the U.S. government on screen? So to be the leader of all three branches. Yeah, so he's got to have been the president. Yep. He would have to have been the... Uh, Supreme Court Justice, the uh, Chief Justice. Chief Justice, correct. Okay. And he would also have to have been, so I guess so we, we we're saying either the um, Speaker of the Speaker House. Speaker of the House. Okay. Okay. Because the President of the Senate is the Vice President. So, okay. So this person has been Speaker of the House, President, and Chief Justice. Wow. That's a great question. Thank you. Great, great question. Um, so, famous presidents. You know, really, the one that stands out to me is the uh, Chief Justice one because there's not a lot of movies, I feel like, that the Chief Justice was in that would have been played by a big-time actor. Like yeah, The only really like uh, great uh, you know judge I could think of was Herman Munster. <laughs> That's the judge that comes to my mind, and he certainly wasn't Chief Justice. Right. Right, You're talking my cousin Vinny. Certainly. Because I know how much he likes to be referenced. I'm drawing a blank on the judge's name real quick. I I was going to say his name, but I I couldn't think of it. Well, I I, I always remember uh, uh, the the judge that uh, uh, that, – not the judge, but the fake lawyer that Vincent used to use the name of. Remember who he told the judge he was? Yeah, Judge Chamberlain Haller. Haller. Judge Haller. Judge Haller. Haller. You're talking about Vincent Gambini? Yeah, but Vincent Gambini is his really good. He goes, I practiced under a different name. Oh, gosh, yeah, but I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name. You don't remember oh, the name? Oh, yeah, that's my real name. Yeah, yeah, but that's... <laughs> no. Yeah. No, he no, said... That's not I, it. I think he said it was uh, Vincent Callow. Yeah, Ca- Jerry Callow. Jerry Callow. But Jerry, uh, he's like, no, you said uh, Callow. I said Jerry... Oh, you said I thought Ga- I said Jerry Gallo. Gallo. I said yeah, Jerry, Jerry Callow. C-A-L-L-O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Gallo's dead. I could. I know. I was about to tell you Jerry Gallo's dead. Yeah, I didn't say Jerry Gallo. I said Jerry. 
callow. It, it is amazing how like stuff used to, information used to like, change hands. I'll call the, the clerk south. back. I can't look that up on Google. Call the clerk. And the, yeah, right. I gotta send get like a clerk mail to give it a New favor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that was like in the nineties. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, send a horse. Go get the thing from the judge. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, so. Well, that was like, oh man, I was watching that documentary on Ted Bundy. Sure. And dude, it's infuriating how that guy. It's like if you left Colorado and went to a different state, like there was no law enforcement to like track you down. It was insane, like how much that guy got away with because of the way that they did the uh like as if you cross state lines it's like oh well no he's out of here <laughs> ain't my yeah, problem like he's not in our state anymore you know was like that, three that to me murdered. sounds like a wyoming problem <laughs> three women were murdered in, in, in colorado is the same exact situation as in california like nobody called california to say hey you got any uh any leads on this guy yeah meanwhile they had the guy's car like they, they knew what his car looked like. It was un it's like unbelievable what that uh system was like back in the in the seventies. What's your mind? Uh, helping us uh, out. all right. So I, I know you asked me a question. It's a great the question. The actor that I has have... led all three branches of US government on screen. I just don't have And it's I a combination of T V and movies, if that helps you at all. You know, I, I think I'm stuck on this that it has to be all right. TV and movies. I'm gonna go with Martin Sheen. Great guess, because he's ah. been two. Because I believe he's been, um, he's been two different roles, high roles in government, but only the president. He's been the president, and he was in a movie called uh, "The American President." He played the uh, chief of staff. Where Kevin Klein was the. He was Dave. President. Yeah, he he played the role of Dave. Nope. The answer, Nick. It's the same man who played Morgan, Joe Clark, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. So this is so I, you know because I was thinking of the only justice I was thinking of was Thurgood Marshall, right? Right. Yep. And obviously I knew Morgan, and I don't remember Morgan Freeman playing him, and I remember Morgan Freeman being the president. What was that? One was that in Deep Impact? Was he the president? Or? He was. That's that's correct. Um, okay. He, he's also uh, I I think he. Um, He's in a series of movies called uh, London, uh, or London has fallen, or it was called uh, something has fallen. Um, let's, because I looked it up. Obviously, you're, I figured you would ask me where he played what. So he he did that show uh, called Madam Secretary. He plays the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court in that. Okay. Okay, and then. And I was, but the, the thing, the reason I didn't say him was. He's the president I, in Deep Impact, and then. Um, we, we never had a black, uh, we never had a black speaker of the house. Right, in in real but, life. Um, right, so he was playing a fictional, and that, that's what that's what threw me off. I, I was, I didn't. Well, he's fictional I, in. in uh, I, oh, man, I knew it was Morgan Freeman. Darn it. <laughs> oh, it's uh, London Has Fallen. So it's, what's it called? Uh, has Fallen. Uh, Olympus has fallen. He plays the speaker of the house in that uh, in that movie series. And Olympus has fallen, and uh, and and uh, London has fallen. I am not happy. <laughs> Today was not my Morgan Freeman, Joe Clark day. Well, it's funny because I tried to bring it all home with you with that question, uh, you know, to get you there. I, 
I'd be lying if I didn't say it crossed my mind because of Joe Clark also. Like it was, I was like, boy, that would tie it together. But I don't, I just don't remember him playing the chief, uh, the um, speaker of the house. That was. It's the uh, Aaron Eckhart plays the president in that London has fallen series. I thought I would have known too, if he had played Thurgood Marshall. So I just was another thing where I was like, ah, I'm just thinking that, but. Well, they so should be they should fictional. be looking to make it right away now. Yeah, why not? Why not? Speaker of the House Alan Trumbull. There you go, Morgan Freeman. I got one oh, more for man. you. I got one more for you when you're when you get. All me. right, yeah, I'll give you one more, and then you can give me your last one of the year. Last one of 2020. Here it goes. Disney won its first Best Original Song Oscar for what movie? Disney won Aladdin. Its- no. <sighs> no, this goes back. I mean, this goes this goes back. Oh. Yeah, I mean, think of Disney. Right. Yeah, we're, we're talking. Bibbidi boppity boop. Uh, when you wish, when you wish upon a star. You got it, Pinocchio. There you go. That's the nice oldest thing I could think of. <laughs> it wasn't zippity doo dah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, fortunately, that's not on Disney Plus. They they don't have the Song of the South, where all of these slaves whistle around like they're enjoying their slavery. Uh, right. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. They put that on Disney Plus. That's that's not on Disney Plus, which is good. But it is funny that Zippity Doodah comes from that song. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, guys, maybe we should think. Like, who are you targeting? Who is your target market in making that movie? It's like, well, a great we're going to release this primarily in Alabama and Mississippi. You know, it's like Nick. We had this discussion we're off air. Have so much fun. We'll be whistling Zippity Doodah. We, we think nobody listens to this podcast except our Quizzo playing audience. But we get the Spotify results back for how many countries we've hit. And Nick and I are heard in 25 countries, folks, and we're heard in almost every state in the United States by someone. So no well, offense Quizzo to you if you're all in... over Europe. I mean, they, that's the brand that they use over there, uh, many of the pub trivia games. So Aye. it would make sense that Aye. if they're searching for Quizzo podcasts. Exactly. Yep. Um, well, we love what we do, and we hope to bring it back in, in full, full force in 2021, folks. So we're really excited about that, and we... We wish you and your families a very, uh, very happy New Year upcoming and a wonderful celebratory period here. So I'm going to end you with this one, Nick. By what name would you know a 25-foot Hollywood legend uh, that goes by Bruce? By what Jaws. name? Yes! Jaws. Bruce was the name of the shark. In Jaws. That is 100% correct. You knew that. That's great. I, I did. Yep. Yes, and most people think the Jaws shark's name is Jaws. No, no, no. It's Bruce. It was Bruce. Which I love. Yep. I love that it has a name, and the name is Bruce. And they followed that into one of those cartoon. It might have been the one with Will Smith with the sharks or whatever, but there is a cartoon shark named Bruce. Oh, no, is it Nemo? Is the is the shark named Bruce yeah, and Nemo? Yeah, Nemo. I think you're yeah, 100% correct. The yeah. big shark I and know Bruce. It, it appears somewhere else. There you go. That makes a lot more sense now. Okay. So uh, you got anything else for me, or are we done? No, we're done, man. We did it. 2020 is in the books. 2020 is in the books. Uh, Folks, I don't know what else to say. This has been a long year for everybody, as you can imagine. But uh, we're very grateful for our audience. We're grateful for our venues. 
And we wish everybody the happiest of New Year's celebrations. For Nick, my name is Drew. 2020 is done. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Tell